Welcome in, Kiara, to another episode of the Pod Fathers, the Slam Diego Padres podcast. We are back. I can finally talk now that I don't have the vid anymore. Um, been coughing my ass off lately. But anyways, uh, we got Matt and Matt. We got Matt squared on the pod tonight. Uh, Matt Lombardo, I'll go with you first. Sorry to give your full government name there, but um, how's it going, Matt? <laughs> good, good. It's not even my full name. You don't know. True, true. Matthew, Matt. I- We'll throw in a James for the middle there, but James. There you go. Okay, now you did. Now you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, doing good. I I had COVID too. I think about the same time, so uh, I didn't have it too bad though. Luckily, so I, I'm I'm fine. yeah. Nice. I didn't really have too many uh, symptoms, but but yeah, doing good. It's it's fun watching the pods when uh, we actually have something on the line, and yeah, and uh, I'm excited, man. I'm stoked. Yeah. Dude, yeah, no, it's been uh, super exciting. They've been heating up at the end of the year here, so we'll we'll get into that here shortly. But um, yeah, I was just going over the the whole COVID thing. We we evaded it for a good three years, um, <laughs> and s- same symptoms, not too bad at all. It's just I was telling telling you guys the uh, the cough right now is uh, hasn't been good in recording a pod. So apologies for that little month hiatus <laughs> there, but. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we got also got Matt from the Divine Sports Gospel hopping on with us. So pleasure to to have you on, Matt. How you doing? I'm good, guys. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Been a follower for a little bit, so it's cool to uh, kind of finally meet you guys, talk to you. Yeah. I mean, no better time to talk about the Padres than right now. I mean, we're uh, like other Matt mentioned, Matt Squared mentioned. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> playing competitive baseball. You know, next this weekend it's going to be crazy. Prime time, New York Mets. I mean, you can't get any yeah. better than that, right? I mean, especially with all the crazy stuff that we've kind of gone through this season, the ups and downs, being in the spot, all records are clear. Friday night, 5.07 ESPN. Like, let's rock, boys. Yeah, zero. everyone zero and zero. There's no more yeah, 111 people, people wins forget that, that this People year. forget that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Trent Grisham has a zero batting average. Like, <laughs> yeah, same dude, as Manny. He might, he, like, they're co-TMVPs <laughs> so far in the postseason. One of, them, one of them might still have a zero batting average Sunday night, too. But hopefully, uh, <laughs> nah, Might I'm stay kidding. zero. Yeah, yeah it might, might yeah. not change. But. And if, if it is uh manny then we're out then we're <laughs> so done yeah it's the, it might the be saturday yeah, saturday night if it is manny bro if he doesn't yeah, right. hit we might be in trouble <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man at the uh end of the year i mean last game we're recording on a wednesday night here so game 162 is in the books the 2022 season has officially sunsetted there we ended up with an 89 and 73 record so not bad that's one of the one of the best records in uh in franchise history which is a little bit a little depressing if you really think about it for being around this long but hey we'll take it ended up 22 games back of the the team up north and blue uh who have had a ridiculous season especially from june on it's been really irritating to see however they just lost three out of four and they got a week off so let's uh don't get ahead of ourselves here but um and i don't want to talk about them anymore so we'll keep moving on from there uh we clinched the fifth seed in the west so we will be playing the mets as matt squared uh mentioned i think both of you they're going to be matt or matt squared so apologies for the confusion there but i love it tag uh, team. <laughs> team we got a uh, fifth seed in the west all wrapped up so overall, you know, we beat out the Phillies there slightly, and then the Mets lost out to the Braves. So we're going to be traveling to New York, as you said, Matt. Going to be a huge prime time, five oh seven Friday night. You can't ask for anything else. Going to the Big Apple, yeah, it's going to be 
going to be an absolute blast. So really, really excited how the, uh, the season finished there. We saw a lot of parts kind of start to click and a lot of guys heat up when, when we needed that. I mean, you Darvish coming off NL uh, pitcher of the month there for the month of September. So if you're going to pick either April or September for you to do that, dude, let's go with, uh, let's go with September there. So he's going to be our, our guy anchoring that game one there. Um, also, I think, I mean, we'll get into the, the breakdown of that too. So I'll save that stat for you against the Mets. So never mind. I'm going to backtrack there. But end of the season stats, team leaders, we got Manny leading pretty much every category again. Uh, home runs, runs, batting average, hits, runs batted in, on base plus slugging, your OPS right there. He's all leading with 32 homers, 100 runs, 298 batting average, 172 hits, 102 RBIs, 0.897 OPS. So just hit, missed that 900 mark, man. He's got a, I mean, he's got my vote for MVP. I know we're homers here, but yeah, he no, is, I, I could not agree more, but yeah, you know, we do have to preface. I mean, it is called the pod father's podcast. So, you know, oh yeah, absolutely. We, we, I, I do appreciate you prefacing that, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he's been fantastic <laughs> this year, man. It's crazy. Like the fact that he put, he, I mean, he really put the team on his back. The only reason why we're even in this spot is because of Machado. Right? Oh, yeah. There's no one, there's no one else on the team. Other people stepped up, but I mean, Manny Machado without Tatis in, you know, it's crazy to think that someone who we gave a $300 million contract to has lived up, if not exceeded the contract yeah. within the yeah. first four years. Like, I mean, he's done everything right. It's, it's been incredible. He He's been El Capitan for a reason, and he's just lived Absolutely. up to that contract. Like you said, he's probably getting underpaid right now. Um, and he's crazy. had no help, no help. Like you got Freddie on there. Freddie's had a ton of help. Nolan and, and Goldie have been, you know, tagged together right there. So without Manny, we're not making the playoffs, and that's that's a fact. So Absolutely. Um, he's my MVP. It's probably all of our MVPs, but, yeah, we are a little bit of a homer podcast, as you can uh, tell. I feel like uh, a lot of people – I think he, I think he's going to get more <laughs> votes. I think he's going to get a lot more votes than people expect. I don't think he's going to yeah. win, unfortunately, because I think yeah. it's more of a – as. I wish it wasn't, but it's more of a statistical award than it is an yeah. actual value because value is just tar. And same with the NBA, right? When you're like LeBron could oh, have yeah. won so many of those when you're like what Kobe, he means to his yeah. team. But like, yeah, I mean, everyone who is a San Diego Padres fan knows how much Manny means to the Padres. And I mean, he's just been absolutely incredible. So even if he doesn't win the award, he will have that kind of rep that goes yeah. along with it. That I mean, that's going to keep the MVP chance are going to keep going next year, you know, like totally. People, oh yeah. He, he, he's it. He, he's really it. Especially with everything that went down with Tatis, like him stepping up like that is incredible. Yeah, no, good. Well said. Well said. I know with, uh, it'll be interesting to see when, when Tati's back, see how, uh, Manny I does, can't wait. see if he gets even, even better here, but I can't wait for hard him to, to come back. Hard to believe, but, uh, yeah, finish off. Uh, we'll throw Hassan Kim's name in there. He led the team with 12 stolen bases. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to sidetrack here, but that's way too low in my yeah, opinion. Gonna, that's, what I was gonna say, right? bases, but, that's crazy. Uh, good for Kimmy. Good for Kimmy. Good but for dude, Kim. 12 is 12 is disgusting that we got to, we got to, we got to start running a little bit more boys. Yeah. Especially yeah, if we can't way hit too conservative. Yeah, exactly. I know we got to <laughs> like, get not like we're like some bombers, right? Like we got like, it's, I mean, that's wild. I I'm, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. I did not know we only had 12, the leader had 12 stolen bases. It's yeah. And I think he's gotten a few in the last like couple of weeks too. So oh, yeah, no, he's been, he's been yeah. running. Um, if Grish ever got yeah. on base, he would probably lead, but you know, that's yeah. Seven done. Well, Grish led the team with 150 strikeouts. So good transition there. Um, probably about 145 of those were looking for some reason games played 
Jake the Rake, Cronenworth, 158. So he was, had four games off all season. He's, you know, he's had his ups and downs this year, like a lot of guys. But, man, I mean, consistency, if you're playing 158 games, and that's fantastic. So Ben, um, under, unsung hero, bro. Being able to play yeah. that many games and being someone that's like a productive at uh, AB in our lineup, as well as plays great defense. Like he doesn't, he's one of those guys that if he ever leaves the Padres, we're going to look back and be like, damn, we didn't appreciate Jake nearly as much as we should have. And I hope that doesn't happen because I hope we extend him or pay him out for Arb a little bit. Yeah. Cause he is a little bit of an older rookie, but dude's been absolute nails. I mean, he shouldn't have been an all-star this year, but he was because just so many people, it's kind of like the pro bowl when like, you're like, how is Mac Jones a pro bowl? Yeah. Right? Like, it's like all the <laughs> yeah. other quarterbacks like knock out, but um, no, two time all-star man. He was a yeah. throw in in the Renfro deal. Like people forget that man. Like it's uh, yeah. Tommy Pham comes over. He's like the random guy we've got. And he's been a, yeah, it's the Jake Cronenworth part trade, of our the Tommy fan trade. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah no that's uh that that yeah jake jake's been fantastic too one of the unsung heroes which we'll get in a little bit later here but uh yeah that's uh that's pretty much it for the uh the team leaders for the 2022 season individually for batting so i don't know uh matt lombardo um i guess i'll go full name to to (laughs) decipher between the two you want to take the uh the team pitching leaders for the uh the end of the season here yeah team pitching show ERA, we've got Joe Musgrove at 293. And uh, with Whip, we have Hugh Darvish at 095, which is insane for a starting pitcher. And then uh, Saves is actually still Taylor Rogers. Um, (laughs) And I guess the next. The legend. Saves a legend, baby. (laughs) Padre legend, even though he's not on the Padres anymore. Hey, he helped us out a lot in that stretch. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> helped us more when he wasn't on the team yeah. uh, and then i guess next in line for saves would be nick martinez who's been nails out of the bullpen had yeah. had some hiccups here but i think he's going to be important for us yeah um save opportunities i guess uh taylor rogers with 35 nick martinez with nine um, interesting stats there and then you darvish with 16 wins leading the team uh career high also yeah Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> also leading the team with uh, innings pitched at 194 and uh, two thirds. So that's a pretty good year there for you and uh, you, Darvish. That is. <laughs> it's a good year for all of us, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess the next uh, interesting ones. Walks, uh, Blake Snell with 51, and uh, home runs, Sean Manaya with 29, which kind of shows their struggles when they did struggle. Manaya, yep. more Great recently, point. Snell has been pretty good as of late. Uh, but yeah, Blake Snell with the walks. If he's if he's walking guys, he's he's not on. And uh, Sean Manaya has been kind of struggling the whole year, so it's it's tough to see yeah. that. Yeah, he yeah. had that no-no uh, in the very first game of the year against the Diamondbacks, and it's been kind of – well, he didn't throw it, but he had no-no through six, and then, uh, you know, Bo Mel pulled him there. So pretty much been downhill a little since then. Um, but he has looked a lot better the last two appearances that he's I come agree. out. So hopefully we can use him, like, in the bullpen uh, come or even just a little long relief inning here. He's a lot better against guys first time through the lineup too. So he might be a little bit of an X factor hopefully in – in the postseason, we'll see. I mean, 
if it only goes a couple games, then you can only have so much of an effect. But hey, if we're going deep, that he might be a he might be a good thing. But just since you brought up Snell too, uh, Matt, uh, Snell two one seven ERA and a point nine three WHIP in September, so he's getting hot at the right time. Absolutely clutch right there. I don't know if you remember, but our podcast, I think, after the first half, we were all listing X factors, and mine was Blake Snell. There you go. So. See, good plug there. <laughs> Love it. Plug. Love it. Got to give the pat on the back, baby. Good stuff. Blake Snell has been fantastic, dude. He's yep. been great. Yeah. No, he's been everything that we could have hoped for, honestly, in the in the last couple months of the year here. Um, get hot when when we need you hot, and he's that's uh, Blake's coming through right there. So, um, yeah. Overall, a lot of different names there in the pitching department. Uh, Luis Garcia led the the team with sixty four games too. So. He has turned it on lately as well. The bullpen's really figured it out. Um, like we said, you know, had a lot of a lot of cogs, a lot of pieces click in here late. So hopefully we can take that momentum here into the October postseason. But uh before we kind of get into a Mets series preview, I know Maddie Devine, you have a you want to expand on that. You you're gonna bring the energy tonight. Uh Matt, Matt Lombardo. <laughs> I'll just go with Maddie L. How about that? Instead of Matty Ice, uh, Matty <laughs> L, we're going to just let's break down a few of the, uh, you know, fun, fun facts, kind of head to head, you know, observations from this year. And then I'll get your take, too, on the uh, quick Mets preview. And then Matty Devine will have you uh, will have you take the floor there. But uh, Matt, the, uh, you know, four and two against the Mets this year, plus 13 are diff. We scored 36 runs. They scored 23 over the course of two series. We had six home runs versus two. Uh, our starter ERA was really the huge difference, 255 versus 446. Uh, we didn't face the Grom, and we did face Scherzer only once. And then the bullpen ERA was a little bit closer, 509 versus 662. So ultimately, based off that, you can tell, you can see why we won four of the six games against the Mets this year. And I know, you know, that was a lot earlier in the year. There's been a lot of changes so far um, on both sides, really. Um, so yeah, any any of those stats kind of kind of stick out to you and you think that we could potentially, you know, not, I wouldn't say run the table, but use, use some momentum from one of those to, to, uh, you know, apply to this, this well-anticipated series against the Mets here. <laughs> yeah. I think actually the one that does uh, jump out to me is something that when the Padres are doing well is what we're doing. And when we're not, obviously we're not doing, but the six homers, is versus the two homers so limiting home runs yeah. from the opposition and then actually hitting home runs which has been a struggle for these padres is slugging in general and and uh just hitting with runners in scoring position has been seemingly impossible for these guys this year so that's that's huge i think to me because our starters have been good and i think yeah. overall in this three game series i think we can expect you know, you never know what's going to happen, but I think we can expect uh, good pitching, I think, all around. And then it's going to come down to clutch hitting. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a, a nice homer here and there. So I think that's that's going to be huge. Yeah, and we we have as a team have really struggled uh, when whenever we're at the, you know, worst form of the season. Our runners in scoring position, our clutchness has been 
awful. So if we can just get some clutch, some clutch hits here, like you said, I mean, that's, that's ultimately what wins you series here in the postseason and in the regular season, to be fair, but when it matters most here in the postseason. So if we can, if we can go ahead and do that, um, then yeah, I like that. I mean, that's a, that's a good one to pull up with the, the six home runs. If, yeah. Like you said, if we can get a you know clutch home run here or there, um, that's huge for me. I think it's the, uh, that starter ERA versus the bullpen ERA. I think the starter ERA, we could keep the same. I would imagine that the Mets starting ERA isn't going to hover around four or five there um, in that small sample size of, you know, two to three games, but I'm not sure how well the Mets bullpen has done as of recently. I know that um, Maddie Vine's going to touch on, uh, you know, um, Edwin Diaz here in a little bit, but he's been lights out, but, our bullpen has looked fantastic really the last two months of the year. It's really figured it out. So I think it's going to be a little bit more of a, and typically you'll see this in the postseason anyways, but you know, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a pitching matchup. And then, like you said, with some, some clutch clutch hits here. So um, yeah, I think Blake Snell is going to be an X factor, like you said um, earlier this year in the, in the postseason. So um, good point there with the, with that, but yeah, just fun little, fun little uh, fun facts here, head to head against the Mets this year. I mean, it's we're zero and zero against them in the playoffs. So it doesn't really matter a lot, but just to give a little bit of, of data there as to what we've done this year and we've, we've had their number. So let's go ahead and, and win three out of three series this year. But, um, and then, yeah, again, before, before Matt gets into the, his uh, series preview with the Mets, um, I'm just going to have you break down just, you know, game one, two, and three real quick, Matt, about the, uh, you know, the pitching matchups, how you see the, the lineups, maybe, maybe uh, panning out here, but Scherzer versus you uh, <laughs> sounds like a game show and you're, you're the one on it, but uh, Darvish, Darvish and Scherzer, you know, there's, it looked like the Grom was going to go game one. Uh, Scherzer's in fact going game one. Um, who do you think has the edge in, in this one out of, out of the two based off of, you know, current form, all that sort of stuff. I think you, you Darvish has been hot, uh, you know, this month and, well, I guess rather September rather, but uh, Scherzer versus mm-hmm. you in my mind is pretty even. I think it's a, it's a draw. I think, you know, Scherzer may be statistically this year a little bit better in, in his innings that I think he's got like a 4.4 war, uh, F war in his 145 innings. And you is around four, 4.2 in the 190 innings. So I think Scherzer has been a little bit better when he's pitched. Uh, but can't count out you, Darvish, especially now. I think it's going to be uh, – it might be a pitching duel, you know. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for both lineups, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be, in in my opinion, and in, in kind of in my perspective, it's going to be like old-school baseball. Like it's going to be one or two yeah. hits that's going to decide, decide the game. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a pretty tight series, especially offensively. I mean, that's kind of been the uh, the MO of the Padres really this entire year is winning those one-run games. Our offense has been hot and cold, and you never know what type of offense is going to show up during that game. Um, I am looking back at some of the game logs, and the last time we played them was uh, kind of three-quarters of the way through July. So July 22nd, that first game at City Field, we won four one. Guess the pitching matchup for that night. 
further and and you yep it sure was <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know that i'm just scrolling through right now i was like oh my gosh so darvish ended up going seven innings four hits one earned one walk nine k's uh martinez one clean inning and taylor rogers with a clean inning after that uh scherzer six innings five hits two earned one walk eight strikeouts with a bomb given up to none other than eric hosmer um <laughs> trent grisham also had a bomb in that game so a little a few anomalies here in in the end of july here but i mean that's a little feather in the cap towards you know where you're edging it towards you just a little bit um, just because this was at city field too. So you had the exact same pitching matchup. You have a completely different lineup, really. I mean, I'm looking at the lineup profile, Crone Machado. That's all the same. You had Mazzara in the cleanup. You had a Sturry Ruiz come in for Mazzara. You had Luke Voigt in the sixth spot. You had Ho or in the five spot. You had Hosmer in the seven spot. You know, you had CJ Abrams anchoring in the nine. So that that lineup's completely different. So again, it's not entirely apples to apples, but kind of interesting that that pitching matchup in City Field happened already. We'll see if you can, uh, you know, kind of come through there and, and re-emulate kind of what happened earlier in the season there. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's game one. Game two, we got Bassett or DeGrom versus most likely Snell. They haven't named it yet. Um, going back again through the game logs, game two of that series in New York, Blake Snell was on the bump. He got the dub over none other than Chris Bassett. So this is kind of weird. It's a little deja vu. Hopefully it stays exactly the same. Um, this is kind of the bounce back game that, that Snell had to turn his season around. So he went five innings, four earned, two walks, five strikeouts, and 85 pitches. From here on, this is when Blake Snell started to really recover. Um, you know, we had Chris, Matt, Morahone, Garcia, and Rogers pitching that game. So basically everyone in the bullpens there other than Rogers. And then Chris Bassett went seven innings, two earned. So with 11 strikeouts. So he had our number that night. <laughs> Blakey was a little bit better. Um, maybe not as effective, but he ended up getting the dub. So if that ends up being game one and game two, that could be interesting. But I think it's, you know, at City Field too, it's very rare that we get the exact same potential pitching matchups um, in the same season, in the same order. And then game three had Musgrove go and he took the L there. So I would imagine they go Blake Snell game two. Um, yeah. Do you want to, I mean, could be DeGrom, could be Bassett. I would imagine, excuse me, that you probably want Bassett pitching there as opposed to DeGrom. But um, yeah. What are your thoughts kind of on that, that matchup real quick? At game two, I, I would be shocked if they didn't go to Grom. Uh, if yeah. you, I think kind of with that, the vague uh, pitching matchup for the Mets, it may depend on game one. I don't know what you think about that, but if if they're down 0-1 after game yeah. one, they got to throw to Grom. But if they're up 1-0, maybe they give to Grom that, that extra day. I, I completely agree with that. I think if if we take game one against Scherzer, I think DeGrom is locked and loaded for game two. I think if we lose game one, they're probably going to try to rest him, um, throw Bass out there if he has to pitch game three, then so be it if we take game two. And if not, they rest him for the for the Dodger series. So I completely, yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, they've both been good. Like DeGrom is obviously 
a different level of a pitcher compared to everybody, but recently he hasn't been on that level. But Chris Bassett has been, you know, really actually really good uh, this year. And so it's, it's tough either way, but you know, obviously we're going to see if it does go three, we're going to see all three of those guys. And I, I think from what I was, you know, reading, I think Musgrove is set up pretty good for game three. Yeah, so I think it's. I think Snell is pretty much locked in, even though they haven't really announced it. Um, yeah, I would hope. I don't. I. I can't see them going anywhere else with that game too. But um, Snell, Snell versus Degrom, maybe is kind of what I. I guess I would call. Uh, that's a that's a fantastic matchup again yeah. with two two great pitchers that have been on, especially Snell and Snell has been pretty good, uh, which has yeah. been great to see. Again, it's it's tough, and you know, I think the Mets lineup doesn't look scary, but I think you can't underestimate them. They're they're a bunch of guys that do certain things really well. Their defense, they play really good defense, and you know, they they can come in with a clutch hit, but they can be shut down too, like we've seen. Yeah, no, totally. And I, what I absolutely am looking forward to is Blake Snell in the playoffs in the postseason. He tore it up when he was on the Rays. Um, so if we can get, I mean, he's been trending that direction too. So if we can get postseason Blake, you know, come game two, especially if we have game one wrapped up, then that could be huge. Even if we don't, if we're down a game, I want Blake pitching in that game. I think, I don't know. I don't think I want anyone else in that spot. Even if it was like, you know, Joe went game one, I'd probably still want Blake game two. I just think that he's a, he's a gamer. Um, he literally is a gamer, um, obviously, because he plays baseball, but he's a huge video gamer. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I I love him in that game two slot. And then Joe anchoring it for game three, if necessary. I think that just has a really good storyline too, potentially. Um, and you want him in that spot. You wouldn't want Clev or, or Mania in there. Um, you know, we got no one else really to to throw in there. So I think core three, they got some great pitchers and so do we, you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. Top three pitchers, right? Three game series. Yeah. Of these of these two rotations, who has who has a better rotation for these three games? I mean, if you're going highest ceiling, man, I think the edge just has to be with the Mets ever so slightly because of how damn dominant Degrom can be. I think Scherzer's past that, but he's still phenomenal. Um, but man, if you Darvish is at his freaking, he just won it. And I'll pitch of the year. Like we said, you know, for the month of September, like Blake Snell in the playoffs is so clutch. No, no, Joe has a no, no, you know? So I think the edge, especially cause it's at home would go slightly to the Mets. Very, very like by a hair, but this is as close to, you know, a, a three loaded uh, starting pitching rotation um, that you can get. So. Yeah. And out of like the entire MLB, yeah, no, I, I don't mean, think, in my opinion, it's it's like it's tough to beat both of these rotations for these three. Games. Yeah, yeah, I mean the Astros, you know, I mean Verlander's like Mud Mud Grant said today on the broadcast, he's like fifty eight, and he had he has like a point seven five whip this year. Like, you know, they they have, um, I think it's like Valdez, the lefties. He went like I don't even know if the streak's still going. He had like twenty six straight um, quality starts or something like that. Some stupid. Um, no, they're so, cheaters though. They, they're oh cheaters. yeah, they cheat. They cheat. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's just thinking of teams in it. I mean, 
the Dodgers, even their core three, like their bullpen is the best in the business. Their starting pitching collectively is the best in the business. I don't think their top three is better than our top three. They have injuries. If they had, if they yeah. had their top three, it'd probably be they'd be in there. Yeah, you got um, Walker Buehler and stuff in there, and Gosling and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's just fantastic what this pitching, especially the starting rotation, has done. And then yeah. when it gets to a five-game series, like add in Clevenger. Yeah, like seriously. A, yeah, Anaya for an inning or two if you need. Like Anaya, Nick Martinez, like yeah. such a great rotation that we've had. Yeah, it's, that's really been the backbone of the team this year, and it has. And it's gonna it's gonna come down to those guys. It is. It definitely is. And that core three is here next year too. So yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, he- get ahead of myself, but even better, right? Hey, yeah, let's build off that. It's perfect. It's a great experience for them as a as a unit too. So, um, and then real quick too, just something that I saw, Joel Sherman. He is a um baseball columnist for the New York Post, also an MLB Network insider. Uh, pretty. Po- he's got a really popular Twitter account. He's the one that said Mets leaning towards Scherzer for Game One versus the Padres, and perhaps not Degrom in Game Two. Um, it's he said Showalter used a version of this uh, kind of setup with the '95 Yankees. So uh, he's done it before in the past, about 80 years ago. Um, <laughs> and then an interesting reply to this from at Papre. I don't know. He's just like a Mets fan, casual Mets fan on Twitter. Uh, he said, anyone else concerned that DeGrom's stats in his last four starts are 21 innings pitched, 14 earned runs for a six ERA for the math. Bassett has two clunkers in his last starts, but still better than Jake. He went 20.2 innings pitched in his last four starts, 11 earned, 4.78 ERA. Uh, Taiwan Walker had the best ERA in those last four starts. So collectively those two and again you're oh no no your earned run in the in the postseason but if you're going off of you know recent form uh 20 innings and and 21 innings pitched and forced in the last four starts i mean that's you're averaging five innings a start there so if we can get bassett and Degrom and scherzer out of there scherzer wasn't in here because he was doing better but you can get Bassett and DeGrom out of there in five innings. That's a huge win for the Padres. Just get to their bullpen. Not saying that the Mets bullpen's bad, but hey, that means that we're probably doing our job offensively. So um, yeah, I just thought that was a that was a really good, interesting tidbit there. They've been struggling a little. And I know they played the Braves too, but hey, you got to come in clutch. Um come to come to stretch. That's why we're playing them. That's why they're not uh getting this series off. So classic, um, yeah, classic Mets. Yeah. They are a hundred win team though. They are, yeah. The, Mets, but hundred yeah. wins. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, yeah. And the, I was talking to we have a me and my brothers have a buddy in New York. He's big, big Mets fan. Um, and he was like, the media's blown this out of proportion. The Braves went on this massive run. They're still a hundred win team, and he has a lot. You know, that that's a great point there. Um, but when it mattered most, and you needed to win a game against the Braves. They didn't do it as hot as the Braves are. The Braves are one of the favorites too, to go to the world series. So, but yeah, no, they're no slouch. Excuse me. They're no slouch at all. Obviously hundred wins is fantastic. So um, yeah, Matt, Matty divine, you want to get your thoughts on that pitching matchup and then uh, yeah, man. anything else? Yeah, I appreciate it. So, you know, the Mets, I was expecting, I was not, if you were to tell me two weeks ago, gun in my head, who we were playing, I would have said the Cardinals number one, 
and then possibly the Braves, right? I thought yeah. we were going to be the sixth seed if we did make the playoffs. You know, we had some ups and downs. Yeah. After that Diamondbacks Thursday night game where we got shut out by that rookie, I was like, oh, my gosh, I think we might be done. A uh, couple things on the Mets, right? I know we'll talk about it a little later. We're 4-2 and two against the Mets this year. Uh, all of those games happened before our big trade, which, every, which, of course, is like the Juan Soto, Josh Hader, Jury, Josh Bell. The Mets are a team that everybody gives the Padres a lot of crap, right, or a lot of um, grief saying, oh, the Padres never win anything. It's always like, oh, the Pods, right? Oh, like poor Padres, like never clutch. The Mets, if there's one team that can out-Padres the Padres, it's the <laughs> Mets. It's really yeah. the Mets, dude. And that's what – Blue and orange. And their fan base is so torn up that they didn't make it and they didn't win the East that that has to – there has to be in the mind of those Mets players right now. They're, they're going against the Padres. Everybody is counting out the Padres. I've looked at every MLB – be you know random writers who i don't know Blog, how they get a blue whatever. check mark yeah. on <laughs> i have one and they're all like mets in two they're all saying mets in two dude the padres beat max scherzer with a way worse lineup in august or july it was like mid i was at a bachelor party it's like i was watching the game i'm like dude this is awesome like, we're killing <laughs> The, the the talent gap is not what people are saying i don't know what people are looking at i'm like hey the Padres are, have not been – you could put a Diamondbacks rookie on the mound. You could put Jacob deGrom on the mound. You could put Max Scherzer on the mound. I know for a fact that I have no idea what's going to come up the Padres. Are <laughs> this lineup, know what is, them this lineup has no – there's no – they're consistently mid our lineup, right? It doesn't matter if we're playing the best pitcher in the world or the worst pitcher in the world. But we pitch well and we play good defense. And if we get one or two big hits, we could be any team in baseball. I, I truly believe it. So I think, hey, Max Scherzer, you Darvish, you Darvish has had, like you mentioned, you Darvish has been so awesome this year, right? If he didn't have a couple blunders earlier in the year, I was actually at the game in San Francisco when he gave up like eight earned and like uh, in a third. It was also the coldest game I've ever been to, just an FYI for anyone, uh, anyone giving you any crap, uh, any, uh, any grief. That was the coldest game. So windy. But um, you has been so good, man. And he owns the Mets. And of course, knock on wood. But that's in their head too, man. Hey, this Mets yeah. lineup, I have it pulled up for me, uh, for you guys right now. So this is who they had on their Sunday night baseball game last, uh, this last Sunday against the Braves after they got swept in Atlanta. They had Brandon Nimmo, Lindor, McNeil, Pete Alonso, Eduardo Escobar, Fogelback, Mark Canna, uh, Guillaume, and James McCann. Uh, Charlie Marte still injured. They yep. don't know if he's going to come back or not. Darren Ruff's the same. Darren Ruff's been disappointing for them. Marte's a difference maker, but he has he a broken is, yeah. finger. So no yeah. matter how much you could shoot up his finger with all the different kind of stuff you want, but like, dude, when you're facing you Darvish and you have a broken finger, I'm not putting you as like a, a huge difference maker, right? So that that kind of knocks down. They got Nimmo, who's good. Uh, McNeil's yeah, solid. McNeil can get you a big hit. Uh, Lindor and Alonzo. I... We people forget that that series in uh, City Field earlier uh, this year. If Alonso doesn't hit that three-run home run uh, in the, I think it was Sunday Night Baseball. If he doesn't hit that in like the sixth inning, we sweep that series. Yeah. It's like people like just like when we played the Cardinals, we would have swept the Cardinals if Nick Martinez didn't give up that grand slam. Of course, easier said than done. But like this team, <laughs> were, the Padres are not a bad team, man. And like I think that's we got screwed in the sense that we play in a division with genuinely one of the best regular season teams of all time. 
They came down yeah. with the fourth best record of all time. So if you take out us playing the Dodgers, which is a totally another situation, I, I like our chances against anyone, dude. And the fact that Buck Showalter and these guys have the nerve to not pitch Jacob DeGrom on Friday night because they're like, <laughs> we're going to save him for the Dodgers. That is going to come back to bite these guys in the ass, dude. Because you know what? <laughs> these, I think everyone and their brother, everybody and their brother is like, oh, Mets, 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 Mets. No one cares about the Padres. They don't have Tatis. They don't have the Hassan Kim has a 5.1 B war this year. He's like the fourth best shortstop in baseball. Like, yeah. The the drop-off, of course, would we love to have Tatis's bat in our lineup? Absolutely. But the drop-off right now isn't as staggering as people think. Crone's been hitting the ball well recently. Will Myers has been our best hitter in the last month. Manny Machado's an MVP candidate. Like, you start looking at the lineup a little bit more, you're like, hey, like, this team's not yeah. that bad. And we're going off against a pitcher who, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, and as much as Mets fans don't want to admit it, the slam arena happened against Max Scherzer. And I know deep down in his mind, for the rest of his life, he'll look back at that. That is the most humiliating moment of his entire career giving up a grand slam to a relief pitcher with one pro AB in his life before that at bat. And he gives up a grand slam. And in Max Scherzer's head, I know that the Padres have his number. I know it. And guess what? I, if, if I'm the Padres, I am giving Daniel Camarena a front row ticket behind the plate just for up. that game, just Bring to look up. at Scherzer the entire game, Absolutely. just right behind home plate, just staring at him. Just maybe I, get him some snacks, get him a few brews. Like, Scherzer, why not? The Scherzer thing is Max Scherzer's a legend. First ballot Hall of Famer, fantastic pitcher, has been fantastic for 15 years. He's still, he's still 41 years old. You know, like, I'm like, dude, the dude is not, it's not like he's like, is he in his prime right now? I don't think so. He's no, still really good. He's very but good. Dude, he's not in his bro, prime. No. Their bullpen. They got Edwin Diaz. If we hear the trumpets on Friday night, we got to win Saturday is what all I'm yes. going to say, right? <laughs> all, all jokes aside, he has been incredible. Yeah, but, 1. but like I said, for the year. Yep. He, he's incredible. But dude, October is crazy, bro. And I truly yeah. think the Mets the Mets are the only team that can out Padres the Padres, bro. Like the Mets are the type <laughs> of team that will be up four, two going into the bottom of the seventh or going into the top of the eighth. And they'll brick a ball at short Lindor will brick a ball at shortstop. And it'll, some crazy stuff will happen. Like, yeah, I truly believe that if the Padres don't, if the Padres can just come through with a couple clutch hits, I think we win the series. I think it's in three games though. I don't see if we win, I think it's going to be in three games. If we lose, I could see us getting uh, I could see us getting swept to be completely honest. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I was just gonna yeah, I was just gonna ask that. If you you know, our our path to playing the Dodgers here in the NLDS, like yeah, it, I think it's gonna take three games. I don't see I don't see us winning the first two. Um I mean and they gotta pitch to Grom in game two. They have to pitch to Grom in game two. I hope two. they the don't. Is, I hope they think they're I yeah, hope they think hope they're they that smart. It. I hope they yeah. think they're that smart, man. Because I really do think in their heads, they're overlooking us. I think they're like, we should have been, we should have had a bye. We're gonna win yeah. this game, and then we got the Dodgers, right? And we're gonna make a statement against the Dodgers, and then we're gonna get our revenge on the Mets. I think or on the Braves. I truly think they're overlooking the Padres at a level that the national media is overlooking us. I've seen, yeah. I'm not even joking. Every single person that I've seen done a mock playoff has the Mets winning two nothing. I'm like, have they not like, 
Bro, yeah, like the Padres this team, hot right now. I'm a homer. I'm a homer. I'm as big of a homer as there is. But <laughs> this team, it's not like we're pinning out. Like, dude, we won a playoff series against the Cardinals in 2020, and we started Craig Stammen. Like, dude, like, <laughs> like any October's weird, bro. Like, yeah. October's a weird month. Like, dude, you get Max Scherzer's off one night. Like, dude, and it's not even like outside Degrom. Scherzer doesn't scare me. He's good. He didn't scare me. Degrom still, honestly, Degrom scares me. I'll be completely honest. So, oh if, yeah, if, and I hope they don't. If pitch there's him. if there's a little bit of a grain of salt in that, he has not looked very good in his last four games. He has. I'll I'll try to bring up the stats that I saw from here real quick, but he has not looked good in his last four games. I think it's like 22 innings pitched, and he has like a six ERA or something. So yeah. maybe they're trying to get him an extra day too to just rest the arm or something. But like. Dude, October's October, like you said. And I loved what Mike Clevinger said. Ben and Woods were, give, were interviewing him yeah. uh, this week. And he's like, if you think that the mentality of you treat the postseason as if it's any other regular season game, like you're not going to win. You have to have that winner's mentality and just I accept it. I completely agree. You have to accept it. Because if you don't, then you're going to be you're going to be a step behind. You're not going to have that same intensity. And so he's like, I hate when people say that, you know, I hate when it's like, just think about it as a regular season as any other game. It's like, no dude, use those emotions. Get and that. Look at our, know. look at our starting pitching too, dude. Like we got you Darvish yeah. played in the world series. Mike Clevenger been in the world series. Joe Musgrove been in the world series. Blake Snell dominated in the world series. Like it isn't like we're going in there with a bunch of just like fresh eyed 19 year olds, like the Cleveland guardians who I hope they do well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. like, this team isn't like this, like, oh, we're the young, we're coming up. Like, better watch out for the Padres in a couple of years. Like, dude, this team has a bunch of guys that Manny's been in a World Series. Like, bro, like, you start looking at this team, there's some legit playoff history with a lot of these guys in our, like, one in our lineup, but two, like, our rotation is kind of like nails, dude. Like, our pitching is gonna, what's going to lead it. It's been the whole way, right? We don't have a great yeah. offense. No one, anyone that says we have a good offense is lying. We don't have a bad offense. We have a we have a mid offense, right? Average that could yeah. get hot, could get hot, and it, it's unfortunate that our forty two home run hitter is uh, out of the lineup this entire season. But that's <laughs> that's a that's a combo for another day. But do we pitch well? We get one or two big hits. I mean, I think we could beat anyone, bro. We beat we should have beat the Dodgers two games this year, uh, this last series. Like, bro, the Dodgers at least one of the series, yeah. <laughs> well, and 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 they have our number, there's no doubt. But guess what? Yeah. We don't have to even worry about those guys until next week. And I know for a fact, and I'm gonna stop talking about them after this. Their biggest nightmare on earth is us beating the Mets and then somehow taking three of five from them because our the San Diego fan base. If you thought our egos were high for no reason <laughs> before, dude, oh my gosh, like this. It would get to a point where I, I mean, I, I'd be walking on water, bro. I don't, I don't even know what I would do. Cause I'm like, dude, that's like Red Sox Yankees vibes, bro. Where you're like, Hey, like we've never beat these guys really. And like, we come and we get the opportunity. Cause I'd rather, I'd rather play them in a five game series in a seven. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, absolutely. Like, yeah. Dude, take, no, two when... th- take two this weekend, take two this weekend. And then next week, Hey, Balls on the wall. These guys got to play with nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. Literally no one in the world is counting on the Padres to even get past the Mets. Like, so like, dude, these guys got to just play. Hey, they've had a fantastic year without their best player. Everybody's shown up. A couple players haven't had their best years, but like guys like Kim, Crone, like, dude, like our team is also, we haven't even, which is kind of sad because that shows how he's kind of been doing, but we haven't even mentioned Juan Soto, bro. 
We yeah. have Juan Soto. Like we haven't mentioned him once this entire podcast. Isn't that crazy? Like, I think it, I think that's two things. One, it shows kind of his impact he's made so far, which is unfortunate. He hasn't been as big of an impact as we might have thought. But uh-huh. the fact that Juan Soto is batting second on Friday night, name another player in baseball right now, gun to your head, that you'd rather have batting second. Uh, like, I mean, maybe you can name five. Manny maybe. Machado. <laughs> Manny, okay, the, other than Manny, but like, who, who like, reali- realistically, like, I mean, dude, this lineup, like, Juan Soto's good. If Josh Bell, hey, he's still a, Josh Bell isn't. Ah, oh, man, Josh Bell. Don't, I, I, I said that too on, on our Twitter page that, you know, Josh Bell, if he can just even be half of the guy that he was on the nationals this year pop, in the bro. playoffs, like little just, pop, man, even if he walks in the postseason, he, like, has, been, he has been taking some walks, yeah. though, which is good. So if we can, if we can get like half of Josh Bell of what he was dude, that, I mean, all th- that's the thing about the playoffs. All you need is a random, there's always that random dude that Travis comes you got yeah, like all these exactly. random guys, bro. Where yeah. You're like, yeah. Uh, the... Matt stairs when he hit the home run with yeah. the Phillies. Like it's always the Braves last year. Same thing. Yeah, bro. Exactly. bro Eddie, yeah. Eddie Rosario was yeah, not Eddie a good Rosario. Base. Eddie Rosario is not a good baseball <laughs> no, like player. And he had like a, he had a 1500 OPS against the Dodgers in that series, bro. <laughs> like, dude, that's the thing. That's what's awesome. And like, like I was saying, guys, like the fact that our season isn't over today, we've been Padres fans our whole life, bro. This is usually the day where we hear Don and I mean, Don now, but like, Mudcat and whoever Mudcat's co-host is saying yeah, thank Versus. you to everybody in the booth and then be like, Padres baseball, we'll see you guys in Peoria, right? And then we go and yeah. back in the day, we had the Chargers. Now we have nothing, bro. So the fact that these guys are here, they're they're here to stay, one. And two, they're here. Hey, I truly think they can make a run, dude. I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series, but dude, I didn't think the Braves were going to win the World Series last year. No, All that they had matters, less wins dude, than the Padres last year, too, at this point are, in the season. Are the Mets that much it, it's not david and goliath i don't think i think people are trying to make that seem i'm like dude are the meds have did they have a better year than us yeah did they also get to play the nationals 19 times yes like dude you start looking at their life you're like hey guess what the mets last weekend had the biggest series of their entire season and they folded so are you telling yeah, me look me in the sweat. eyes and telling me that this team is a team i should be scared of are they good yes i respect them no doubt but why am I scared of a team that folded in the biggest series of their entire season? They win one game and they have a bye. One game, bro. And they folded. Absolutely folded. And guess what? All we have to do is win two this weekend. Two games. Why, why not? It's, it, our, our I love team, it. <laughs> also, Brandon Jury. People forget. Brandon Jury, former Met. They let him go. Revenge series. Revenge if we know one series. thing about Padre, If we know one thing about Padres baseball... We always get it whenever we have a player that we let go. Oh, we get burned. We'll have, we always get burned. Why don't we just do a little reverse Uno card, Brandon Jury, two-run bomb to start it next uh, first inning, right? He bats fifth. Like, dude, I profile. Pro, you start looking, I'm like, hey. And I'm going to talk myself into this no matter what. But I feel like Padres <laughs> yeah. fans, all the Padres fans listening to this can agree. We have to remember. No one thought when Tatis got suspended, no one thought this team was going to do anything. And guess what? Yeah. Friday night at 5.07, none of that matters, dude. Between the lines, we have a fantastic pitcher on the bump. I think you, Darvish, and Max Scherzer, hey, we could be honest. You, Darvish, has been much better than Max Scherzer this year. I don't think it's 14, close. 14 innings this year against the Mets, one earned run. 
in they're, two starts. And, and they're in their head about that too. I see on Twitter all the time, all the Mets fans. So you like, you see Frank the Tank from Barstool freaking out about you, Darvish. You got all these guys. You're like, yo, <laughs> dude, like deep down, the Mets know in their heads, they're a little bit fraudulent, man. I think they, and, and I think last weekend, they had the chance to prove, hey, to the former World Series champs, all we have to do is win one game, bro. They got swept. Yeah. They got swept. What'd they do this week? No, they swept the Nationals, bro. CJ Abrams was eating sushi last night. I saw him say, he doesn't care, bro. My, my, my boy, my boy, my boy's off. He's chilling. He's off to Cancun, bro. Luke Voigt, chest, chest hair popping, my ties flowing. This guy doesn't care, bro. Friday night, they're in for a rude awakening, bro. All this Padres team has is they have nothing to lose, bro. Guess what? We lose this weekend. Fantastic season. I, I, yeah. I'll say it. Fantastic season. Without Tatis, Kim made strides. We had a lot of players do it. We have Juan Soto for two more years. The Mets lose this weekend. Their entire world crumbles, bro. You know why? They had a 10 and a half game lead in August. They had a 10 and a half game lead in August, bro. Like this team has one of the highest payrolls in all of baseball. I'm like, dude, these guys, they know, and it's all mental, bro. Baseball is a mental sport. As much as they don't want to admit it, and they'll never admit it on social media. Pete Alonzo, Cornball, these guys in their in their heads, bro. They're they're all probably like, dude, like, I can't believe we had to play this weekend, right? The Braves are going to be chilling in Atlanta, drinking sweet teas, listening to some Morgan Wallen or whatever they do. Like, bro, like they're going to be watching that series, chilling. You got a team like the Padres that's hungry, bro. We we are hung, hungry for more is corny. I don't want to say that, but I just said it. We low key are hungry for more, bro. Like, dude, it's our like, time to shine, baby. It is, dude. What? Hey. Really, like, why why can't we just win two or three this weekend, right? Like, we have a fantastic – give me a home playoff game against the Dodgers next week, and I'll be the happiest camper in the world, bro. I don't even care how that series goes. Just put our team – put our give, – give us a shot, and we have a shot. That's all we needed. And I like, Saturday I like us playing night, the Mets. Saturday night, probably about 8.30 – Mets moving on to the NLDS. <laughs> yeah, and and hey, and if they are, and if they are, more power to them. I hope they beat the Dodgers. But right now, dude, this it's not it's not a no, lot in the. I know the we're the, four and two against them this year. Like, yeah, we're, we're, no, I like you said with a worse team too. Like the everything that you say that you're saying right there, Matt. Too it it completely embodies i feel like oh what a maybe not every there's a lot of negativity on like twitter and whatnot yeah. but what a lot of padres fans have because we've been built off of hope over the years like you said Absolutely. you get you get mud and you get you know maddie v or dick enberg or don Orsillo or whoever rest, rest and they're telling you r.i.p and uh you get them like you exactly what you said. We'll see you in Peoria next year, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, right in March, man. Feel, why not? You know, why not? We're our, we, Every could, year. we could go 90 Every wins year, this year, man. we could sneak in. And so, our entire life as Padre fans, and how our, old are you guys? 28. 28. 28. So, I'm 26. So, I mean, we were in our elementary school, elementary school the last time how we were able to. <laughs> Like, right, but like we were yeah. in elementary school the last time, bro. Like this is, we, this, we, we need to relish this, bro. Who knows? I think, I think the future is bright for San Diego, but who knows, right? Us Padres yeah, fans. you never know. Nothing. Hey, let's have fun this weekend, bro. There's nothing to worry about. Like we've never been this far. It's not like we're the Dodgers. The Dodgers have everything to worry about, bro. If they don't win yeah. this. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're the biggest frauds of all time. The Mets. Oh yeah. Mickey Mouse ring. Like, come on all now. These, 
all these teams have everything to worry about. We're just walking in there. We're like, we're like a sweet 16 team that won the first round. We're like, all right, let's play. Yeah. Round 32. Mm-hmm. Let's get some or part, some mojo going. Sorry. <laughs> <You're> good. <laughs> all good. All good. The uh, dude, but I, yeah, I love the energy. I honestly think that I'm, I'm a positive guy going like on a day-to-day basis anyway. So that's yeah. how I think. Um, I mean, you're going to have some skeptical, some skepticism there, you know, anytime that you're a Padres fan, just because you've been burned in the past or because we've been asked for so long, but ultimately it comes down to who's hot, you know, come the series. And I really think that, that we can get it done. Um, that was some fantastic energy, Maddie Devine. I absolutely love it. Hey, you I got me, you got me pumped for Friday. I'm going to have to Bro, take boys. Like a large nap tomorrow. Just to yeah, we, I got it. We got to watch a couple I'm watching Fever Pitch with my girlfriend tomorrow night. I'm getting I'm getting the mind right, bro. I'm ready to rock. Also, there's a guy. I got to give a shout-out to a guy. I'll send you guys. You guys have probably seen this dude on Twitter. His name's Ivan. Um, Ivan, like, Beregano, I think his last name is. But, dude, he has this pump-up video. I'm going to send it to you guys right now. And he made this video. This guy should be like – this guy's like Spielberg, bro. Like, I can't believe there's so many talented people. But I'm sending you this video right now, and you can post it maybe on your – page tomorrow when the pops yeah, out dude. but like dude this guy's video i watched this like twice before i hopped on with you ryan and dude i literally yeah. was like i'm about to run through a wall dog like, i felt like sean <laughs> merriman 06 dog and i'm like yo lights out bro like let's go <laughs> dude i'm ready i'm like i'm ready right now like this team is fun man i i this has been a great season honestly there's been ups and downs there's no doubt but like bro three three weeks ago when we get shut out by the diamondbacks that thursday night or two weeks ago and our playoff odds moved down to like 62.4%. And yeah, yeah. you you have a mic. Let's say you guys, you didn't have COVID and we have the pod, right? And we're talking. <laughs> and not hacking my you get ass the, And they tell you, hey, what would you do if you got the shot to have three primetime NL wildcard series games in New York in two weeks? Oh, I would, I would have, I yeah. would have, I would have paid. I don't even know how much I would have paid. Like, dude, like this is an awesome opportunity. And guess what? It's going to be memorable either way. And also, Padres fans got to remember, dude, when you've never – and this is what I tell Dodgers fans when I'm at the game, right? They always say, you guys have never won – you guys have never won anything, bro. I'm like, I know, dude. Like, I got you. Like, we get it. Like, I, like trust really? me. I, trust me. Me, I know. But when you haven't won anything, you have nothing to lose, bro. That's what I'm trying to, like, get – like, I – like, literally n- – it's not like we have nothing like, dude, this, we've got to just enjoy this, bro. Enjoy every game, man. And of course, right when we give up, like right when uh, someone makes an error on uh, in the second inning on Friday night, I'm going <laughs> to no, absolutely, gonna lose, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to lose my brain. I'm going to be like 10 Medellas deep, just like freaking out. Um, <laughs> I'll leave you guys on this, man. One Podfathers podcast. Awesome. Subscribe five stars. <laughs> like again, these guys, these guys, once they get, they're going to get on that social media game too. And it's going to be game over, bro. Cause you guys, yeah. your guys' stuff is good. We're um, making an Instagram after three years. Finally. Don't you bro, worry. Money, bro. That's, <laughs> what, that's what you guys got to do. Um, but dude, honestly, both of you guys really appreciate you having me on, letting me kind of yeah, a little bit. Um, I cannot wait. Lifelong Padres, lifelong San Diegans, all three of us, anyone that's listening to this, remember to enjoy this weekend because we've been waiting We've watched some really bad baseball, dude. Jose Perella batting third. Night. And I, and also, everybody I'm mentioning, respect, bro. Because you guys are oh, real. Oh, dude, like, yeah. Like, and that's why Will Myers is getting that walk-off today, like when like everybody was cheering for him. He deserved yeah. even more of an applause. Because some of those lineups he was in were so bad, bro. When Carlos Asuaje was the future, like, dude, like all these prospects where you're like, dude, I think this guy's going to hit. 
Corey Spangenberg drafting him instead of George Springer, like stuff like that, where you look, you're like Matt Bush instead of Justin Verlander, bro. You start looking, you're like, dude, the Padres have made so many bad moves in our life. And they've been so bad that the fact that they're good now, they're competitive. And on Friday night, they have a prime. We're also not playing at 10, bro. Look at the guardians and rays, bro. Imagine being a guardians fan. You make the playoffs and you have to skip work. If you want to watch it, like, dude, we got a five o'clock. West Coast time, bro. Like, dude, we got to have... Stars are aligning. Bro, have the most fun this weekend. And guess what? We win two or three. I'll hop back on if you guys want me on Monday. And and we're (laughs) going to... And that's when... If we we make it... If we make it past this series, everything's going to change, bro. Everything's going to change. Because 2020 was BS, bro. 2020 was a BS year. We had no starting pitching when we got into that series. We also... Cody Bellinger makes the play of his life. Rob's Tatis, we would have won that game. Hosmer grounding out with the bases loaded. It happens. If we beat the Mets, I mean, I, I can't even talk about it right now before I'm going to get like, <laughs> I'm going to get hives, bro. I'm so juiced, bro. But boys, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. No worries, it. man. Um, uh, plug, go ahead if you want. Plug, plug yeah. your uh, Insta and Twitter and TikTok. You guys got like a ton of followers on TikTok now. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah. Us fantastic. and Addison Ray, bro. Addison Ray, Charlie. <laughs> now I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> our, our Twitter is uh, Divine Gospel, um, and it's like Sports Gospel. If you look that up, it should come up. Um, Instagram, Divine Sports Gospel. TikTok, Divine Sports Gospel. Um, we're going to start doing like a little live show, 15 minutes a day. So if you're, uh, yeah. if you're down to watch that, uh, we'll have you boys on if you want to. We'll talk after yeah. after we win our we get our replica World Series rings in a month. We'll, <laughs> we'll but, uh, Dan, thank you guys both so much. I really appreciate it, and uh, excited to talk to you throughout the weekend and hopefully yeah, uh, yeah hopefully we get the win man heck yeah matt appreciate you having having you on too tonight that was a that was a lot of fun um thanks for bringing the energy uh and yeah everyone listen to this go follow them on on the socials they've been absolutely blowing up lately doing a great job and uh yeah you definitely will not be disappointed with the content they put out they've got awesome quick videos too they have a podcast as well um like you said that 15 minute segment they're starting up again on a daily next week so go give them the go give them the follow there but uh appreciate it yeah appreciate you coming on uh matt and we're gonna wrap up here too um anything else you want to touch on before we officially say see you later until uh friday at 507 p.m pacific standard time i'm excited i think matt matt hit on a lot of things but uh one thing like game one game two are set to be broadcast on espn which is a bummer we're not going to, you know, we have to listen to that ESPN broadcast, which is always terrible. And uh, you have to have ESPN or a different way of watching the game. So that's, I hate, I actually, I hate ESPN. I don't know why, just because like, I don't have cable and like, I don't, I don't subscribe to like the uh, ESPN plus or whatever streaming. So whenever it's like exclusively on ESPN, it's always like the hardest, like, stream to get <laughs> yeah yeah do you have a do you have disney plus for little rory no no you got hulu no. no is it on hulu is it no hulu? but i was gonna say you can get disney espn and hulu for like 10 bucks or 12 bucks a month so oh i got you gotcha. yeah there you go sign up for that if uh i guess so or i'll just go to a bar and die. spend 10 bucks on <laughs> on a beer and food or something that is also extremely true. <laughs> that seems like a way better experience than what I was suggesting of sitting in your little cave and just 
drinking by yourself. <laughs> well, there's there's pros and cons, right? Like being at a bar yeah. is fun, but but then like when you go into like Padre like super fan mode, you can't really do that in front of other people, right? Like if true. I'm yeah, if I'm watching the Padres and and freaking uh, Trent Grisham just watches strike three again, like I'm I'm gonna lose lose my craft, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. You can't lose it at the telly there at all. Yeah, yeah. Can't, really can't, have some, can't have the same choice words you might have in the comfort of your own walls there. <laughs> yeah. But no, good point. Yeah, the, the announcers are typically pretty, pretty crap. And you'd imagine going to the broadcast being in New York, too. I can just hear it now how much they're going to be favoring the, uh, you know, the Mets there. So oh um, the home crowd, always. all that. Yeah. So, yeah, they usually it's almost like whenever we're on ESPN, they just it's almost like we're just a foreign team and they yeah. they talk about manny for a sec and they'll probably talk about tatis being suspended i'd imagine and you know the old players we used to have that probably are doing really well like luke voigt and cj abrams and somehow make it a backhanded like compliment um but so look forward to that friday saturday but that doesn't matter if we win so um let's give them a taste of their own medicine and tell them tell them who we really are here but <laughs> anyways thanks matt for uh for joining too this is another episode of the podfathers of slam diego padres podcast we will most likely be dropping another episode after the series win or loss so keep an eye out for that probably around yeah monday or tuesday or so um just depending on if or when we're playing so appreciate it matt thanks for having me on again no worries we'll uh talk to you guys later go pods let's get go that done Thank you for listening to another episode of The Podfathers, a Slam Diego Padres podcast. The Podfathers is produced by Lowson Walls and is executively produced by Jacob Lamb. Our theme song is A Bubba by Trilock. To get in touch with the show, follow us on Twitter at Podfathers619. That is at P-A-D-F-A-T-H-E-R-S 619. Or email us at podfathers at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major audio platforms. Go Pods!